If lucid dreaming had an enemy, its name would be assumption. And in today's podcast, I want to explore why assumptions, why assuming, is the very worst thing you can do if you want to be a lucid dreamer. Hi dreamers, I'm Daniel Love of thelucidguide.com. And in today's podcast, I want to explore the problems with assumption, why it's so bad, so very bad for lucid dreaming, and why when you start to look at the way you think in a different way, lucid dreaming won't only become easier, but your life will become easier, and you'll stop falling into common lucid dreaming traps. So the easiest place to start is to look at lucid dreaming itself. What is the difference between a lucid dream and a standard non-lucid dream. Well, a non-lucid dream is predicated on the assumption that you're awake, and it is through critical logical thinking and challenging your assumptions that you become aware that you're dreaming. This is the core of a lucid mindset, or what I would call a logical lucid mindset. But the weird and frankly rather disappointing reality is that the community of lucid dreamers has to be one of the most assumption-riddled communities out there. Probably challenged only by flat earthers and reality shifters. As a lucid dreaming teacher who has extracted themselves from the lucid dreaming community, this is why. Because often the way I've taught lucid dreaming has been around challenging assumptions. It's about promoting the idea of critical thinking and not taking things on face value. And that's caused a lot of ripples in the world of lucid dreaming, because lucid dreamers seem to be in love with assumption. They seem to take a lot of things on face value. And when the state of mind you're trying to achieve is predicated on breaking assumptions, that's really a little bit bonkers. So there's a lot to pull apart today, and to be quite frank, you may not enjoy this podcast too much because it might challenge the way you think about the world, and it might feel like it undermines some of your values. And I apologise about that in advance, but often growth requires a little bit of challenging yourself and a little bit of self-work in order to occur. So an assumption is something which is accepted as true or going to happen without proof. So the opposite of assumption is essentially evidence. And when we perform a reality check in a lucid dream, what we're really trying to do is to gather evidence rather than to base our opinions on an assumption. I would go as far as to say that Assumptions are the root cause of many problems in our world, and challenging them and becoming better with them is a way to help make your life a little more grounded in reality and a little less full of gunk, hokum, and nonsense. So let's take a real-world example that has absolutely nothing to do with lucid dreaming. Let's assume you're having a coffee with a, a friend of yours, and they're telling you about another friend. And let's say they're explaining how this particular friend has done something, how awful it is, and how you should really probably not be friends with them anymore because they're such a bad person. Now, 
With a mindset based on assumption, you would take all of that on face value and you would assume that it's true. But what is actually really going on here in this particular situation, again, utterly unrelated to lucid dreaming, what do you actually have as evidence? Well, what you have is the words and opinion of the friend you are with. The only thing you can take from this situation is that they believe something. In fact, when you're having a conversation about another person with someone who isn't that person, what you're actually being told is more about the person you're talking to than the person they're discussing. Because this is not based on evidence, this is based on someone else's opinion and beliefs and any number of other things that might be going on. It is not a direct relationship with reality that is based on evidence. So this is just a, a prime example of how assumption in daily life can lead to all sorts of misunderstandings and silly scenarios. And we do this sort of thing all the time. And just to be clear here, I'm not saying that assumption is inherently bad, but it's essentially lazy thinking. And the brain loves lazy thinking. It's always trying to automate thinking to minimize the use of calories and to have an easy, easy ride in the universe. And if things can be automated, then why not? But automated, mindless behaviors come at a cost occasionally. So let's delve into lucid dreaming a little bit more. Let's look at some assumptions you might have about lucid dreaming. So, for example, if I say, is lucid dreaming safe? What is your answer to that question? Now, if you say, yes, yes, of course, lucid dreaming safe, I've done it, and I've never heard of anyone having any problems with it, then that's an assumption. Can you, in all honesty, say that you have all the evidence throughout history, all the lucid dreamers that have ever existed, and you can say with 100% certainty and in an evidence-based way that that statement is true, or is it just an assumption? Because the reality is that as it stands at this point in history, there is no evidence whatsoever to assume that lucid dreaming is safe. In fact, if you look at the scientific literature, there's a lot of mixed results, lots of mixed ideas and mixed evidence, some of it pointing to lucid dreaming being safe, some of it pointing towards it being neutral, and some of it pointing towards it being potentially harmful. We literally don't know the answer to this question. So by making the statement, lucid dreaming is safe, you are not only making an assumption, but you're actually stating a fiction. It's not true to say that. Study of lucid dreaming and the research into lucid dreaming is embryonic. We barely know anything about this subject. Almost everything you've heard, I would say probably 95% of what you've heard about lucid dreaming, is speculation and assumption, and a lot of it is wishful thinking. Most of what we know about this subject is incredibly simplistic because we're dealing with the complexity of the human mind, of psychology, which are also embryonic subjects. So almost everything you think you know about lucid dreaming is probably an assumption. But if you spend any time in lucid dreaming communities, and frankly I would really recommend against it unless you want to fill your mind with absolute twaddle, you're going to hear statements such as 
lucid dreaming can be learnt or mastered in six months, or lucid dreaming can help you to heal your body, or lucid dreaming will give you access to higher states of consciousness, or lucid dreaming is a spiritual state that will unlock hidden areas of your mind, or lucid dreaming can be used to talk to your subconscious mind. The list goes on and on. Even simple things such as lucid dreaming techniques, people will say, wake back to bed is a guaranteed technique, or filed is a guaranteed technique, and works for most people. Every single one of those statements has no evidence whatsoever. They are all statements of pure speculation and assumption. And almost everything you will ever read about lucid dreaming fits into that category. So if you're the sort of person who hears a statement, assumes that it's true, and then parrots it back into the world, then you are engaging in behaviour that is anti-logic, full of assumption, and also the opposite of a lucid mindset. Remember that lucid dreaming comes about through the breaking of a core assumption that you're awake, that you're experiencing the real world. So if in your waking life you are indulging in behaviours surrounding assumption, then what are the chances that you're going to stop doing that when you're dreaming? It's very, very important as a lucid dreamer to be hypercritical. So where do we start with that? What is the first step towards shunning assumption and adopting a more reality-based worldview? Well, this is where it gets a little bit uncomfortable, because you have to accept your limitations. You have to understand that you know very little. Humility is the antidote to assumption, because if you're humble and you accept that you don't know much, then you don't hold statements so tightly because you know that you don't know or have enough evidence to back them up. Or in other words, it's okay to say that you don't know. It's okay to say that you're unsure. Now, this isn't a very popular way of thinking. We live in a world where confidence is seen as something very attractive. But false confidence is essentially a form of lying. It's a form of deceit. Whereas true confidence, a truly confident person, can say, I don't know, and it doesn't affect them on a personal level, because they're not arrogant enough to believe that they can know everything. And when it comes to a subject like lucid dreaming, nobody can know enough, because there isn't enough evidence to be incredibly confident in their assertions about this subject. And those who make overly confident claims about lucid dreaming are by default, by the nature of the subject, misleading. It can be nothing but that, because the evidence is so limited. But of course, in a world which is based around hierarchies and confidence and charismatic individuals, there is a huge pressure for people to look like they know things when they're not sure. So very few people are willing to admit that the subject they claim to be an expert in is something that nobody can be an expert in. I will put my hand on my heart and say, even with 40 plus years of being fully engaged in this subject, I do not consider myself an expert in lucid dreaming because I know there can be no such thing. I would 
call myself a professional educator on this subject because I have spent years doing my research. But what most of that research has taught me is that this subject really is barely known at all. And that's fine. That's exciting. That means we're doing pioneering work here. Every new discovery with lucid dreaming is another candle in the dark. This subject is unknown, and that is why it's so full of wonder, because we're walking into mysterious, uncharted realms. But just because something is unknown doesn't give us free reign to make wild, crazy speculations and state them as fact. So there are people out there who will claim that lucid dreaming will give you access to alternate dimensions, for example, and they'll say, well, we don't know the truth about this, so therefore why can't that be true? Well, that's unfortunately not how the world works. It's fine to speculate, it's fine to have a wild imagination and explore really far out ideas, but claiming them as fact, that's just another form of assumption. It's another form of projecting your wishes onto the world. We can say, I don't know, but wouldn't it be cool if this was the answer? That's a much more honest way to approach it. And really, that's what it boils down to. Honesty. Being honest with yourself and honest with others. Because we all like to believe that we know more than we actually do. We're all a little bit self-deluded, to be honest. And I think that boils down to the... Um, survival instinct. I think that nature has programmed us with a, a sense of self-worth that stops us from damaging ourselves. Because if you care about yourself, then you want to protect that. And I think that's where a lot of humanity's problems come from, because a sense of self-worth doesn't mean that you have to be right about everything, that you have to know everything. Those should be things that you aspire to, but can never fully achieve, because there's simply too much in this universe to be able to make that claim. The whole point of the podcast today is to try to remind you that honesty and the avoidance of assumption is the best route to understanding your mind. If you're persisting in a delusion, however comfortable it may feel, to quote Carl Sagan, that is a delusion. It's an illusion. It is the wrong way to look at reality. It is not facing reality face on. And the reason why our dreams are non-lucid is because we're in the habit of doing just that. There are many other reasons, the biochemistry of sleep and all of that sort of thing. But from a psychological perspective, our predilection to make assumptions and to believe our own assumptions is the biggest problem on the psychological perspective. So if we can start to break out of that habit, then we start to observe reality for what it is on her terms and not our own. And frankly, isn't that better? Would you prefer to get to the end of your life and to think to yourself, well, most of the things I learned weren't the things I wanted to learn, but they were real. That's how reality actually is. Or would you prefer to live in a, a bubble of self-delusion where you ignore the evidence that reality gives to you? Now, I feel that, sadly, in the lucid dreaming community, the latter seems to be more common. And it's one of the reasons why I 
can't align myself with it because I think it sends out the wrong message. I would far prefer to align myself with the scientific community because it has error-correcting mechanisms built in. Personal opinion, personal wishes don't matter. And to me, that is a much better way to look at the universe. So here's my challenge for you. For the next week, and if you don't like it after a week, just give it up, I want you to challenge your assumptions. What is it that you believe about the world that may not be true? Try to disprove your most closely held beliefs. But also, on a day-to-day -day basis, look at how you analyse the world. How often are you truly seeing, and how often are you just assuming and having expectations about things? Remember, assumption and expectation aren't by default wrong, but they are lazy placeholder thinking. And if you do this with regularity and with real passion and real energy to disprove your own beliefs, you will start to see the world in a different way. And if you continue to do this throughout your lifespan, several things might happen. Now, probably you're going to feel a little less special in yourself. You're going to feel a little more humbled by the vastness of time and space. But also you will see it for what it really is. And you will start to live in this vast, fascinating and mysterious universe. And even though you might not feel so important, you will feel like you're part of the most important thing that has ever existed. And it's far more beautiful than you could ever imagine. And you don't need to understand it all. You don't need to know it all. You can chip away slowly and get little gems of knowledge as you move along. And that's good enough. That's amazing in itself. It's humbling. It's strange. It puts you in your place in a vast, mysterious universe. You feel very small. But this way of thinking is, in my opinion, far healthier and leads to a better relationship with truth and reality than the alternative. Anyway, I hope today has given you a little food for thought and I'll see you in the next podcast.